0: running buds welcome to the running buds podcast the show that is ahead of its time in practicing social distancing as you listen to us we are gripped by the coronavirus so charlie how are things on your end uh
1: it's going okay um (laughs) i did not run yesterday uh i'm not running today i just had a little bit of a cough, no fever, no shortness of breath, no pain in my lungs or anything, but had a little bit of a cough, so just doing my part and uh, and staying in and trying to get as healthy as I can as soon as possible and not risk spreading it, but uh, yeah, uh, it feels like it's been months since we've recorded, uh, Steve, because <laughs> so much has happened. Uh, and, I
0: know it's it's a whole new world. It's it's somebody with with a cough now. Even you having a cough, it it, it has a whole new meaning. It does. And it
1: used to have. It does. <laughs> and you see somebody cough or God forbid sneeze in public, they are just getting death stares. Uh, it's yeah, it's leprosy. leprosy yeah. Okay. Uh, so we last recorded three weeks ago. The episodes come mm-hmm. out every two weeks, but we last recorded three weeks ago. And uh, it was the Olympic trials, and yeah. the world was literally a very different place than it is now. And I don't think that's even me exaggerating or using hyperbole. Um, it was. Hey, uh, so
0: running-wise, running what was first and foremost on your mind three weeks ago, the last time we recorded?
1: Uh, we were just that last episode, you know. And yeah. maybe this isn't good to do because the listeners just heard it. But we, we just talked about the marathon trials and uh, the controversy of me winning your contest for free shoes. And uh, <laughs> Trump came <laughs> on. you do not have yet, by the way. Right. <laughs> I should, uh, part Trump part came the- on. <laughs> yeah, Trump came on during the marathon trials to do a coronavirus statement or whatever. Yep. And we kind of talked about that and I even said, I think that, um, I didn't really want to think about the Boston marathon potentially getting canceled. So it was at least brought up. It was at least, you know, somewhere in my mind, but gosh, I would have bet a hundred to one odds that Boston marathon wasn't getting touched. And yet it Um, was.
0: I'm with you a hundred percent. And uh, I, I don't remember specifically whether or not I poo-pooed the idea that it would be canceled. I, I definitely did poo-poo the idea that the Boston Marathon would be canceled to, to other people, if I didn't to you. Because it, it was it was nonsense. It it has never been it was world wars have gone by and the boston marathon has not been canceled and now now it's canceled.
1: The it weekend the after we recorded, so the weekend that the episode actually came out. I was in Breckenridge, Colorado skiing. I was at a bachelor party that had 20 dudes in one large lodge, basically, um, coming from about six or seven different parts of the country, all hanging out, um, bachelor party skiing. So being amongst people that are traveling all over the world to be in, you know, that little ski Mecca. And, uh, looking back at it now it just seems so irresponsible and reckless that is that is is (laughs) fun as we knew it not as we know it now (laughs) yeah and i remember then thinking i was being responsible because i brought hand sanitizer with me because i drove from salt lake to uh denver area basically and i remember sanitizing my hands uh every time I got back in the car and thinking I'm really being responsible. and I remember it kind of being a joke sort of at the bachelor party, like, Oh, make sure you wash your hands. Like it was kind of ha ha back then. And now it's yeah. just like, it's taken on a very much more serious tone and, yeah. and people's races have been canceled, postponed, um, Uh, I'd say most notably the Boston Marathon has been moved from April 20th to December 14th, 15th, whatever. Um, But, but pretty much every and any spring race from just a shamrock shuffle, St. Patrick's day weekend to uh, the Boston Marathon and everything in between has either been canceled or postponed. Um, Yeah, it has.
0: And and we should note, as we record this because these, these episodes are archival. Once you listen to them, they, they stay on the internet. Um, and you can listen to them anytime, but we worldwide, we just crossed 300 cases of, of this coronavirus, and, uh, running wise, most of the, the world is still able to, to go out and run We're, we're, we're able to still ply our craft, but, but races have all been canceled. Um, I had a race today that I did not do, um, my race has been moved till next year. I was going to do the glass city marathon that's moved till next year. And how do you feel Charlie about the Boston marathon being moved to fall essentially a six month delay.
1: Um, at the time, by the time the Boston marathon got postponed, it was ine- inevitable. I think the real big straw that made me go, Oh, everything is getting shut down was when the nba suspended its season because yeah that is um major it's literally a major sports league we're talking about uh, billions with a b plural of revenue uh gone and so that is not a decision that's made lightly and i think once that now, there's nothing bigger going on right now from a sports standpoint than the NBA. So once that suspended its season indefinitely, I knew everything else was going to follow suit. I would have. I was certain at that point that the NCAA tournament wasn't going to happen. I was certain that the NHL would follow suit, uh, Major League Soccer, everything, and it has. So Boston was a little bit later. I think all those things I just mentioned had already happened uh, before Boston finally did the inevitable, which was um, postponed. Uh, So uh, before it happened, I was just like, please just do it. So I can, I can restart the process. Cause just like having just this glimmer of hope that it might not be or something, just tell me the date so I can just, begin pl- that new plan and journey. I can change my flight. I can change mm-hmm. my lodging. Uh, so I was waiting for it just, and um, I thought it was an interesting date. They picked uh, September is pretty close. I think that's technically still summer that it's going to be yeah, in. Right. It is. Uh, it is so soon,
0: yeah.
1: I'm wondering if they're still planning a 10 AM start. Um, and And just real quick, we realize, guys, um, races, any race is just pales in in any kind of significance or importance to what the larger thing is going on here. Um, Obviously, everyone needs to do their part. And there's a lot of people that are going to, a a lot of people aren't going to make it to the other side of this, unfortunately. That's the way it's looking. And a lot of people are just going to be hammered financially by this. And obviously everything we're talking about pales, pales in comparison to that. However, again, this is a running podcast. This is exactly. a safe, <laughs> this is a safe. Unfortunately, yes. We're,
0: we're a singular mind here. We're, <laughs> we're self-absorbed in our running. And, so uh,
1: as much as we want that first hate mail, um, <laughs> we realize, you know, this is runners talking to runners about something that's not as significant, but in a running sense, that that's what we're talking about. So anyway, as I was saying, uh, I think it's a strange date. It's, um, it's early. I think that they were hoping that anyone that signed up for Chicago or New York, they wanted to get as far away from that as possible so as to not interfere and, and allow people to still realistically run well at both. Um, mm-hmm. I think that was probably part of their work. Um, I'm wondering if that's still the baseball season, if they're going to try and line up the Red Sox with that, uh, if that was part of the equation at all. Uh, so that's kind of work. my initial thoughts on it. You do have to yeah.
0: wonder what, I mean, there's going to be so many dominoes. Um, what What... First of all, if if this all goes forward, the fall is going to be amazing. I mean, the fall is going to crunch everything into about two months of of just like daily Mardi Gras if if we get through this and and come out on the other side. But uh, the, yeah, the, all the world majors are happening within uh, I can't remember the time span, like a two month time span. Yeah, and um,
1: London, uh, uh, London is what the following weekend. Or so like London that.
0: is the week before Chicago. And I actually, uh, somebody I run with, uh, shout out to Bill Burns, but, um, Billy was headed to, uh, London, um, you know, coming up soon. And, uh, of course now that he has to run London and, uh, a week later he's doing Chicago. So, I mean, Ooh. that's, that's, uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. I wonder what and the me- reasoning is on that because I, I almost wish they would have taken the same weekend as Boston or, maybe not the same weekend. Cause there are realistically people that would have planned to do both. So done the next weekend. So it had still the space spacing, you know, I don't, I don't understand why they would have had it so close to Chicago, you know, these are the world majors. Like why, why would they do that? I don't know. They well, are. I and I... then you
0: throw in the equation, the Olympics as well, the Olympic marathon.
1: Oh, my and
0: God. I mean, there's just a, there's, there's just a huge demand for, for time. Um, Des Linden, well, she was going to do Boston and and then the Olympics, and I'm sorry, she didn't get to do the Olympics. She had planned on possibly doing the Olympics, but her plan was to do the um, Boston after the trials and hopefully do the Olympics. But yeah, um, it, it's just everything is is compressed now and in, into this uh, this hopefully hopefully it's going to be an amazing fall of great events. Um, but well, I what know about no you, wonder- Steve. Oh well. Um, I actually hadn't signed up for my marathon and I, I was deep in training and I was just going to wait till everything was, was in line. But, um, I, all I'm going to say is once the inevitable happened, my marathon got canceled. It, it really just took the wind out of my sails uh, mentally. It, you know, when you're training for a marathon, you were just so dialed in and so regimented in not just your runs, but your, your, eating you're sleeping everything and uh, even up until um, a week ago um, Sunday which six days ago I I ran my I ran a 13 mile kind of an easy run but that was like my last official um, run towards a marathon and uh, the next day I found out that my race had been canceled and and since then I think I have uh, this week which should have been a 65 mile week with a 20 mile run I think I just got up to 23 miles. I've like taken 3 days off and uh I'm I'm pretty much sitting eating bonbons, watching TV more than I'm running at this point. So
1: mentally so checked carbs, out, Charlie. So many carbs consumed right now. So car- carbs <laughs> just, yeah. are so good
0: though. When when even, even when you're not running, the, <laughs> I, I wish I had somewhere for them for them to go and uh um I know no runner though that has not been uh touched in their plans this spring by even, I mean, either directly or indirectly by, by cancellations. And it's just put everybody in, in a state of chaos running wise.
1: It really has. Um, yeah. I uh, Boston got pushed back and I was just sort of waiting for it, but I had also been signed up for two other marathons. I am, I am supposed to pace the Ogden marathon, which is supposed to be, I think, May 13th, and then I was signed up for um, Utah Valley Marathon June 6th, and um, that kept me sane for the cancel or the postponement of um, Boston because um, I was like, well, this isn't the plan, but I'm in great shape. Utah Valley, which I'm I was hoping to PR at because it's a downhill mm-hmm. course. I was going to use the che- cheater shoes. I won and I wanted to PR You're at Boston. Cheating. You got a double cheat going on. And cheater then I really, yes. Yeah. I was yeah. really just going all in just to see how <laughs> fast I could traverse 26.2 miles. I said, well, uh, don't even think about it anymore. Take your cheater shoes, go downhill and see what time you can do. I would love to have had a, PR before that. I'm like, that's okay. So that kind of kept me going, uh, during the initial, um, postponement of Boston. Uh, I was supposed to do a 20 miler that weekend. I only did 15, but I still did a lot of mileage and I just kept plugging along. Um, but as you know, you read more and you learn more about this, this virus, I'm getting more and more concerned that even my June race may not not take place uh they sent out a really great email Um, it was basically saying everything is still scheduled as planned we're optimistic with the amount of time between right now and the race that hopefully this is the world's a pack to normal or at least normal enough to have a race and uh then they they said of course we're keeping in contact with public health and city officials, as you know, you're hearing that line over and over. But then the rest of the email was just talking about about the benefits of running and being outdoors and uh, how you can responsibly social distance yourself while single running and and encouraging people to do so. Then had some articles about – you know, backing up that stuff. So it was kind of almost an encouraging email that I got from them. Um, also another shout out for Utah Valley Marathon. They do something that if you ran a BQ in the past year, they gave you $10 off at registration. And I didn't realize this till after the fact. And I emailed them and they still send me the $10. So wow. that yeah. is. That is cool. That is that is cool. So that that sort of stayed in my mind and kept me sane to keep running. Uh, I wasn't really worried about workouts as much. I just wanted to keep running. Basically, I was planning on that through March and then um, and then get back to workouts uh, to get ready for that one because, like I said, it's only six weeks later. Uh, but then this yeah. happened, and um, <laughs> it's so easy just the smallest thing and i feel like something did kind of break you know uh that intangible bug of just like you said you eat you sleep you breathe marathon training and yeah. just this Dude, the working from home this week um we had an effing earthquake also, which shook my entire house. <laughs> We didn't even talk about that. You had an earthquake on
0: top of everything else. I, uh, I, I look at the news and I see that Utah was hit by a, a pretty significant earthquake. And uh, tell, tell us about that.
1: It was a 5.7 earthquake, which is somewhere between um, small and moderate, I want to say. And yeah, no, no, uh, it it, sh- it shook the house. All the like hanging light like, fixtures were hanging. Uh, at first, I was standing near my window. Uh, yeah, well, real was, quick. That's like
0: that's just just to put it in perspective. That's like a that's like the twenty four minute five k of of earthquakes.
1: Yeah, it's a twenty four okay. minute five k. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like,
0: it's like a sub eight. Yeah, it's right there. 745.
1: Perfect analogy. Yes. And this was my first day working, f- waking up knowing I was working from home because basically the day before my boss sent me home as with everyone else that could work from home to work from home. So this was my first day. So I was around 7am and my wife was also still home at the time because she was taking that day off because she had a little bit of a cough and you can't really risk anything when you're in healthcare like she is So all three of us my family that is were home around 7 a.m when this happened and um, uh, at first I it was almost like a really big truck was driving by the house too fast that's how it kind of sounded and felt at first you know that just rumbling. Yeah. And I had never experienced an earthquake before. So I was like, and and where I live, just the layout that that didn't really make much sense. So it was kind of confusing. And then it just sort of the intensity went up from there, it got louder, it got shakier. And I was near a window by my steps. And I just kind of grabbed the windowsill and looked out. And I hate to admit it. But you know, it was just a natural what my mind went to, I looked up in the sky and said, Oh my God, are we being bombed right now? Uh, (laughs) Which is funny, but it's also really (laughs) sad at the same time. That's what I was thinking. And then just saw, you know, nothing out of the ordinary and and quickly, this is in the matter of a second and a half, by the way, from the, to realizing this is an earthquake. Somebody listening in California, just laughing at you right now. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And that's okay. But, um, my wife she, she, she also in these couple seconds i don't remember what she said but definitely I could tell from the tone of it was like what are you doing over there <laughs> <laughs> and at this point then i'm running over to where my wife and son are just to kind of you know if the my house is going to collapse on top of my head i want to Die with my family, I suppose, and I'm like, it's an earthquake. <laughs> the <laughs> default
0: earthquake. of all of our spouses is really is just to lay blame. <laughs> yeah, so that's
1: I'll great. Say, it's an earthquake, and uh the house is shaking. Like it's move, it's not even shaking as much as it's moving back and forth. So it's not it's not rattling, but it's like, oh, it was it was strange. Um, the whole endeavor lasted six, seven seconds. Maybe, uh, there were a a couple of aftershocks, some of them significant, but those didn't last nearly as long. Uh, but it just really did just, um, throw on to the whole surrealness, like that morning waking up and being like, I'm working from home today because there's (laughs) literally a pandemic and just thinking what is going on with the world and then boom your house is shaking so it was was
0: there uh, was there the slightest bit of regret that the earthquake didn't happen while you were out running and you could have just experienced that like on a trail
1: uh, if i have to be honest um it's not as entertaining but i'm i'm glad i was there with my family but but yeah <laughs> that did cross my mind uh that, I, <laughs> uh one of the running groups i'm on uh, of course we have run junkies but the other one i'm um, fairly involved in and post on a lot is called run for fun and it's uh-huh. here in utah and um and there was a, a a great post somebody just asked the question was anyone out there running during the earthquake what was it like yeah, yeah right right yeah and uh there was a couple of response like i didn't even know which i could imagine you know like you don't really spend that much time touching the ground and you're already bouncing, so I could see it going unnoticed, but uh, yeah, um, there were stories about how some people slammed into fences. <laughs> While running? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I they were joking or what, but then there was, uh, I, I, I'd be concerned that I was having like, a stroke or something, honestly, if I felt the ground moving under me. Um I have only lived out here in Utah for about a year and a half, so I don't know how normal anything is. I have later found out of course this is the worst earthquake we've had in 28 years. So this was uh unusual to say the least, but um I I'm it, it would have been surreal to be outside running. Oh, you know what though? One of the aftershocks I was out of my house just doing kind of walking the perimeter of my house just to make sure there's no damage with the, which there wasn't. And, uh, the most significant aftershock happened then. And I felt it, but it's, it's far less, uh, noticeable when you're outside as opposed to in your home or in a building of any sort, I suppose. Uh, but it was, it was not an insignificant earthquake though. A lot of debris fell in downtown Salt Lake city um including uh, on top of every single Latter-day Saints church temple um there's an angel statue in gold and this angel is holding this really long flute out pointed out playing it and i think it always faces east or something okay uh, the angel's name but the 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 big horn uh did i say flute it's a horn Ooh, you said yeah A horn. Uh,
0: They're
1: holding a horn. The the horn of the angel on top of the Salt Lake City Temple, which I I assume is the largest uh, Latter Day Saints temple in the world. Uh, She dropped her horn. Wow. Yeah, the earth knocked the horn out of her hands. Apparently, it just landed on the roof of the church itself or the temple itself, so it didn't hit anybody. But it's pretty ominous. Just. It's definitely one of those like just if you were to do a commercial, like a drone commercial of Salt Lake City, of course, you'd have the mountains in downtown. But you would definitely see this angel holding her horn. And just to see her empty hand handed, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was ominous. It, it did not it did not bode well. Just uh, seeing that it, it just, again, added to the surrealness. Of, and the uh, length they will have to go to uh, to get yeah. that horn
0: back in that angel's hand is probably just uh, mind-boggling. But
1: <laughs> well, what, well, Steve, you don't true. know Mormons like I do, but I'd be shocked if that horn is not already in her hands. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. They are what, in uh, a strange what time. What, what
0: can possibly
1: happen next? Uh, so that was where – oh, in my office um, where I work, we have this two-story tall – Um, glass wall and it it fell over (laughs) it got knocked over and broke uh luckily no one was hurt uh, with our coronavirus uh, precautions and the time of day it was there was only like 20 people in the building and nobody was in that area when it went down but uh yeah so not a huge earthquake, but did enough. It was a 24 minute 5K, like you said. Yeah, decorates and uh, not safe. Yeah. But enough with this earthquake. Um, it, it, it's just, I, I know a lot of runners out there who feel like they really lost something or they got kicked in the gut because I don't know about you, but I assume this is true this is true for me and I assume it's true for a lot of runners when I'm in that mode that marathon training mode every single run I guarantee you I spend about 20-25 percent of the time thinking about that goal race just imagining how it's going to go nothing's guaranteed but you're doing your part and just to just to have that all just knocked away uh, in the matter of a couple of days, really. Well, yeah. Um,
0: and then there's that element of, of why am I running every, every run. Exactly. Purpose, and suddenly the purpose is gone. Now I have to ask you, um, you know, I mean, all these cancellations and movements have, have put race directors in the lurch. Uh, one of the big new things now is, is the virtual race that you can still get credit for the race with a virtual race. What do you think of that? Whatever. <laughs> if I, you want to um, i'm, I'm that, great that to me is the right answer now and this is it, no i just can't do it i cannot wrap my head around it i need to experience that that start line that finish line the people everything i just cannot bring myself to do the
1: virtual race it's a virtual race it's not it's not i mean i've run uh almost every single weekend I I run a distance longer than a half marathon. Yeah. Do I ever consider, think back and like, look at all these half marathons I ran. No, (laughs) no, it's not about the distance. It's, it's the race itself. No. And, and even
0: if you tried to turn it into a race, even if you said, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to do a half marathon or even a marathon now as, as a virtual race, there's just no way you can get that kind of mental engagement that, that, that sharpness, that, that razor's edge that you're on during a race. You cannot do it either by yourself or just getting together with buddies. Or it, It's just not the same. I mean, part of the race really is just the atmosphere and the, the pageantry and the, the, all, the, all the, the flyovers and all that nonsense. The national anthem, if, if, if it's a big enough race. The pageantry. Yeah. ACDC the at the start line. I mean, how <laughs> do you run a marathon without hearing ACDC at the start line? I mean, I'm going to play it on my phone and call it a virtual race. Absolutely not. Can't do it. But
1: I, I, I need to hear that Bone to run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's – I've said it many times on this uh, podcast. I run to race. Uh-huh. Um, I don't – there's a lot of benefits to running, but – the I run to race, and and I'm always planning for that next race, and that's what I'm thinking about when I run. And I'm So that. that virtual, how um, how bittersweet would it be if you like ran a PR? Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Can what did you all? even tell anybody? What did you say? Well, uh, I did a virtual race. <laughs> Excuse me, a what?
0: <laughs> yeah, you have the day of your life, uh, on a on a, on a just a random trail by yourself somewhere
1: or you my uh, buddy snapshot
0: uh, of your your watch and send that to the boston uh committee for the 2022 race or 2021 what I am i running I lost track 2021 what <laughs> i don't even know what the next year race is is that you would register for next but that's that's how
1: mentally listen, disengaged I am. don't get hung up on don't get hung up on dates by the time we record next calendars will be useless <laughs> so um <laughs> Uh, my buddy he uh he did one of these virtual races i don't know if they called it that yeah. or i think it was a little more formal just a group of friends decided hey let's we got our races canceled let's just they all ran a half marathon and uh, uh he said he ran terribly and <laughs> i want to be like well you'll maybe you'll get the next virtual race you know <laughs> <laughs> But he had a friend that ran a 113. I didn't ask him if that was that guy's PR or not, but maybe I should. That would be bittersweet. And, and I don't blame race directors. They're just trying to engage. Well, trying yeah. to it, They're trying to connect with... It's engagement. Like, it's trying to
0: sell something, which I completely can understand. I mean, what what are you going to do? Um, I had a half marathon. I was signed. It was the only race I'm signed up for that got canceled, but it was it was canceled outright. Which Okay, that's fine. I mean, I'm, I... Like I said, it's, they're in a bad spot. So, but uh, that was the <laughs> the virtual <laughs> race was the uh, that was the solution. And I was just like
1: I can't do it. <laughs> they're gonna send now. Me some and... of these they'll actually mail you the medal and shirt and everything. Yes,
0: yes, they will. So that's cool. that they're trying, um, but I'll never wear that medal, and I'll probably wear the shirt. I mean, I know that's probably violating, but this I could have done the race. I don't know where we yeah. have to redo our or add an addendum to our uh, our previous episodes for runners. Um Yeah, I'm going to wear the race shirt. Yeah. For that.
1: I um, I don't know. I'm I'm starting to turn a little bit on this because, like, if the race directors already have the medals and the shirts, what else are they supposed to do? Well, agreed.
0: Totally yeah. agreed. But I'm now not- I I do. I mean, I'm fine with a deferment. I know that's what a lot of race directors have done, and I think that's really a, a great solution. Um, I know it's there, there's no best 100% perfect solution that's going to accommodate everybody, but um, deferments to the following race the next year, that's, that's what my local race did. Um, I was completely happy with that. That was a great idea, I thought, um, instead
1: of trying to move it to fall. Um, yeah... Because people, people want to do their fall race. Like Boston, I feel, had to. Uh, can you imagine the nightmare? Like They would have had to just either cancel outright and then everyone has to just requalify because you can't just let all those people just back in because what about sure. the people like my sister-in-law who ran a BQ at sure. Chicago? Do you keep kicking that can down the road? So I'm glad they did it, but yeah, what do you think with the language though that these uh these races, Glass City did and Salt Lake City Marathon did the same thing. Um uh, essentially they canceled mm-hmm. this year, but they're saying they deferred it <laughs> until the same date right. next year. And I understand because everyone who registered you're still you're already you're automatically registered for that next one. You don't have to pay right. anything more. Or whatnot, so I understand why they're not saying it's canceled, but it's like it's kind of canceled, you
0: know? It is, it is. I mean, I, I guess it's a way of smoothing it over to those that that have entered and just saying your your entry's deferred. We're not doing a race this year, so we'll see you next year, and um, God willing, you'll be in shape and ready to go. But
1: yeah, because refunds are are tricky because a lot of the money's already gone. Uh, in terms of permits, Mm -hmm. um, shirts, medals, uh, insurance, et cetera, all that has already been paid. And so that's why every time you you sign up for a race, if you read the fine print, uh, there are no refunds. I remember some races offering like race insurance. And I'm wondering if that's going to become more of a thing just because you know, so many races have had this happen. Either races themselves will buy insurance in the event that they have to cancel, they can give full mm-hmm. refunds and that's just into your, to your registration. Or if that'll be something offered, you know, like a, a $75 half marathon, would you be willing to pay another five, six bucks uh, in insurance in case that that's canceled for whatever reason to get a full refund? I, I'm thinking that might be something that we see more yeah, often. Now,
0: I mean honestly, I mean I know this is a this is a rare well, I mean rare is an understatement. This is a hopefully a once in a lifetime type of event. But you know, you enter a race, there's no guarantee you're doing the race anyway. I mean, you can get injured, there's there's plenty that can happen. So I mean you can't act like you know, that there, there's this is a risk free entry anyways. You can easily
1: I deep I had to eat my cost for yeah. a Marath uh Chicago last year just because uh my wife and I did that whole family ah, planning calendar. Yeah well, <laughs> Yeah, you can get a refund
0: for that. But. Um <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: it's what
0: I what I guess what I what I what irks me as as runners and I and I guess this is this is uh more of a philosophical thing, but I, I really hate to see runners complaining about things like this. Um that that this is mishandled and i I complain as much as any so i I can't really but but to criticize somebody else that's in a bad situation like in this case a race director um you know what are they supposed to do that being
1: said we understand the pain uh -hmm. of having your race canceled or postponed we understand the frustration which i i yeah but you know what I don't like trail complaining trail. in general. Yeah. See for your running
0: buds on the trail. Don't, don't, please don't take the social media and start ripping on race directors who who throw these races and are doing the best they can. And this includes Boston. This includes the little races. Um, I mean, I was, I was annoyed that the half marathon I did was basically turned into a, a virtual option, which I probably am not going to, even try to run a half marathon, but uh, but save it for the trail. I mean, honestly,
1: yeah. When when the initial cancellations came out, um, there was a lot more of uh, this is just undue panic, and that that conversation I think has subsided significantly just as more information's come out. We've seen what's happening in Italy, yeah. etc. And that always kind of annoyed me. I, I'm, I just don't understand uh, those that that trust their gut on something or just intuition over, like, experts in a field, you know, census from experts in a field. So that, that did bother me a bit. But one guy uh, – and, and I'm guilty of it, too. I was um, – Early on, maybe soon after we recorded our last one, uh, the New York City Half Marathon was canceled. That was the first I big was race. I, I really think you're say, right. It was that drop. This was a week I want to say before the NBA uh, suspended their season, and I posted on somewhere um, one of these groups on the article that somebody posted. Please don't cancel Boston. Please don't cancel Boston. Please, 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 please don't cancel cancel Boston. And I meant it mm-hmm. at the time because I was like, it won't be necessary. Come on, let's not cancel it. And I did not think it would happen at the time. Um, but then, you know, life went on and it became more and more obvious that this was going to have have to happen. And there was this individual, I won't name his name. Um, on, I think it was Run for Fun, who had this goal race. And he kept posting things like, they haven't canceled yet. They better not. Etc., and I was just kept getting more and more annoyed with this guy. And I was almost got we, we talked about how there's two sides of the coin of social media, right? And I was almost like looking forward to this race getting canceled just to get this annoying guy <laughs> his comeuppance <laughs> or whatever. I don't know where this, this animosity comes from sometimes, but of course, the inevitable happened it was an April race and it got canceled. And this guy really turned me. He like finally had that post of it's been canceled. Uh, um, I've been working so hard for this. This was going to be my first marathon or something. And uh, he added something like, and if you want, just spare me if you're going to um, give me the perspective or whatever yeah i realize that but let me just vent this is a running group and i was like damn it that guy's right (laughs) (laughs) he's on a running group page he's venting the frustration we're all feeling and yeah we're all intelligent adults here we realize uh in the grand scheme of things this is so insignificant compared to the levity i'm sorry the gravity of of the situation as a whole so um but I, I did kind of respect him. Just like, just save it, all right? <laughs> like we said, this is a running podcast. We're we're complaining about how this affects it's our hobby. Yeah, all the, our, all those little narcissistic runners. Yeah, well, out there, there are better podcasts
0: than this to handle all the uh, the bigger issues. Um, and this is this is our hobby. So, and and honestly, we can still. Most of us can still get out and run that among everything else that you can't do in the world most of us can still throw on our running shoes and we can still at least go for that four mile run and and ply our trade so
1: you can't go play soccer you can't do three on three basketball you can't do a lot of things you. you can't go to any course but you can put those sneakers on and and get some miles in by yourself that and And uh, I actually know I have a friend that lives in France where they are on like even more extreme lockdown than than us. And they are allowed individual outdoors recreation time that she has been using Mm -hmm. to run. And just from her perspective, uh, it's just a shout out to Karina. um, It's just been very therapeutic and she's been really sharing a lot sort of on strava taking advantage of that opportunity to like say something about the run and it's it's been it's been interesting to see her document that. yeah this. we have that um, ability
0: so um all
1: right so we don't have a lot of time well so i don't thing want to get into can, a big thing, oh, thing
0: What we, was that you were saying
1: one thing we can control right now um we're all going a little stir crazy in our homes it's a good way to get outside and you can it's a it's a huge level of normalcy at least it has been for me to get out there move my legs and and get back yeah. into that like the world may be crumbling around us, but that's a place of comfort and um, um, what's the word uh something you're used to uh normalcy uh, uh, yeah. normal yeah. Normalcy, well okay right? so, familiarity. 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 Holy cow. You couldn't, you couldn't think a of familiarity? I can't think of something. <laughs> um, Correct. I could not think of familiarity. All right. So one thing that's kind of fascinated me. And why this. am I pronouncing it what's like that? that? What's it supposed <laughs> to be pronounced? Anyway, let's um, move on. All right. So what's fascinated
0: <laughs> me kind of through all of this, and and we're we're getting late in the show, but so this is might be opening up a quick can of worms, but I'm just curious your perspective on this. Being a runner. How do you think it has made you look at this entire situation, not not in terms of running, but in terms of the world, but applying or applying your running sensibilities to everything you're told? How do you think it's changed the way you've looked at at the coronavirus?
1: Um, Is that getting deep? I'm not sh- uh, I'm not sure where you're going with this. I think I'm wondering if you are reading my mind. I am. And maybe this is going a different direction than you were so we can get back to your direction but <laughs> let me take it here for a moment. I, I can't read your mind by the I way. I think we from from Toledo to Utah. We've we've <laughs> we've we've mentioned this before how we enjoy the show The Wire. And I remember watching this show and I think we've talked about it but this before not on the podcast just in general like how much of an asset we could be to both sides that is the drug dealers and Uh the police as a runner and especially in season one there's a lot of running i think mean literal running i think you mean literal (laughs) literally yeah running (laughs) okay literally running yes um and don't worry i have okay because i'm not
0: asking you if you can literally outrun a
1: virus but (laughs) go ahead i am go steve um the cops, you know, have to chase people down. But I think, obviously, I don't have the muscle to work a corner as a drug dealer. No. However, I think I would be extremely difficult to catch, you know, because uh, I'm going to run away. And they're going to have trouble keeping up with me, first of all. But even if they catch me, they tackle me, I'm bouncing back up and running again. And I think I could really be hard to pin down and I could really be an asset uh, to the drug dealer side of the wire. Uh, The police also, you know, for the opposite reason, you know, running people down. Anyway, I've always been thinking about that while watching that show. And then I was thinking, you know, in an apocalypse situation, how useful is the ability to run zombies like you can get out of town. we're looking great you can run
0: 20 miles yeah of we can in just the of nowhere
1: we and we can just <laughs> avoid and whatnot um high energy levels you know you may have interrupted sleep you may have uh just have to constantly keep moving i think runners are well prepared for that <laughs> uh so as you're laughing i'm guessing that's not all right the angle let me, let me clarify. Saying, looking on
0: your mindset as a runner like, for example, you, uh, you a lot of, of information as a runner mentally and how you approach, say,
1: um, say that, hey, say that last part again. I think it got scrambled okay. a bit. Maybe
0: I can reform it. Mentally, as a runner, I, I think runners in general, I'll set it up a little bit so I'm, I'm more clear that we're not talking about actually running out into the middle of the woods where there are no um i think i think don't you agree that runners have a more that maybe a little more goal oriented than the population and maybe at times a little more of a positive outlook than the population and that doesn't mean denying what what you're told or um acknowledging that there's 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 a lot of negativity or there's a lot of difficult times. For example, like let's say a lot of times people sign up for a marathon with no ability to run 26 miles. As a runner, you have to adopt mm. that mindset that you can you can fix that situation through hard work. You're very goal oriented. Um you're very you're very positive, you're very um you know, you don't accept that the worst outcome is, is the most likely. So that's what I'm asking. How, how have you looked at this entire situation differently being a runner mentally than you think? Is, the um, is that clear? Is that- yeah, I,
1: I, yes, it does. So, uh, we're, we runners, especially marathoners, even more so probably those weirdos who run in the woods for a hundred miles. Um, we're trained and built a little tougher, especially mentally. And we see goals long-term and I think it, yes, it does help us even in scenarios like this. Uh, I'm reminded of one of my favorite motivational quotes. Uh, I can't, I don't have it in front of me and it's kind of long, but it's basically of, it will hurt. It will take sacrifice. Uh, you you will feel discouraged at times and all these different kind of challenges you're going to have in along the way. And then it finishes, but in the end you'll know it was worth it. And I think that mentality you need to really go out and do your best race, especially a longer race. And I think that mentality is absolutely perfect for how to address this situation as well. Um, Also, Steve, we didn't discuss which song we are going to use to close the episode, but I actually had one in mind that I think kind of fits that as well. Um, Before we get to that though, we, (laughs) we did tease what this next episode (laughs) was going to be. We were going to open up the mailbag. We were going to talk about our first marathons and we actually have a recording of our buddy, Jeff, who ran his first marathon just before and after. And uh, (laughs) we're at 51 minutes already. So we're not, we're not going to get to that this episode. Um, Maybe we can release something next weekend. Steve and I didn't discuss this, but I personally have a little more time on my hands. So maybe we can get to it. uh, Our next episode, whenever it is released, Uh, we'll hopefully feature that. We just felt like we had a, a topic here we couldn't the ignore in the uh, to discuss this yeah. time so uh we will eventually jeff i'm sorry <laughs> we will eventually get your your first marathon experience into an well, episode quick, but that though, was just going to be they a much, a, uh,
0: in virginia they got a marathon off before all of this hit and uh I mean, it was in the yeah, early days so it, it it may be one of the few marathons that actually went went forward in, in the entire united states and uh Remind me that was two cities marathon? This is again one city marathon.
1: remembering. I think it's called one, one city marathon. Okay. <laughs> Why would they name it that though? Now that I think I about mean, it. it. <laughs> Are they all one city
0: yeah, I, I mean I am oh my God. I'm on a I'm on a streak, which I have to sh- give a quick shout out and, and apologies to your friends Brian and uh and Chris, who I bollocks up both their names and mixed them up in a previous episode and <laughs> uh sometimes i listen back and i just Steven. cringe it at,
1: at, <laughs> it was brian and scott i don't know where you got chris from yeah chris is uh chris is a whole nother guy
0: yeah yeah see just this uh, we, we'll edit that out right charlie <laughs> oh we won't no no absolutely not.
1: Absolute um
0: I've got another thing to But anyway, well, that
1: years. was going to be a much lighter episode. I think it would have been kind of painful just to talk about first marathons yeah, and nostalgia and the excitement of this next if we would have done it now. We needed to uh, address this. So that, that'll happen next time. Um, I was having such a good show, too. But yeah. You can reach the one at Buds. Uh, we have email budsrunning at com, And we're also on Twitter at Running. Yep. Uh, The best way, though, to follow us and get a hold of us and interact with us uh, is our Facebook page. If you simply look on Facebook, search on Facebook, Running Buds Podcast, you should find us. And please give us a like and a follow. Many
0: many ways to clarify my factual errors. So feel free to chime in and, and, and fix what I've said.
1: That's the best place to get new episodes. We also try and post... Just funny things. Uh, all of it's stolen. None of it's original. Uh, if you steal it from <laughs> not us, original. then it's stolen twice. Please uh, please share any of that if you feel like it, but try and find some funny stuff there. I, I posted a picture of a kid playing baseball, swinging the bat, and it said uh, my springtime marathon plans and pointing at the batter, but then the ball is just hitting him right in the crotch, and then it says the coronavirus. So, Just stuff like that we put on there, but please get a hold of us. Uh, We'd love to. We love the interaction. But I'd say this is a wrap of the coronavirus episode and the song I have, uh, Steve. uh, I'm really thinking about a lot because um, I feel like we're going to be hunkered down for a while. So we don't want to. We want something that people can feel good about, but we don't want to go too peppy because. It's like a marathon, you know, you got to pace yourself. So uh, there's a song, it's actually about long road trucking, which I think can draw a lot of parallels with running in many ways, Uh, but it's called Willin' by Little Feet. Are you familiar with this I am not, I was expecting riding the storm out,
0: but (laughs) based on your description, you got the long road trucking.
1: (laughs) All right. It's a long road trucking, and uh, the gist of it is just um a lot of crap happens um and it's kind of a dark humor because he basically said but by the grace of drugs and alcohol i'm still willing to get out there and do what needs to be done so uh, we're going to close this one out with uh willing by little feet Till next time stave uh you stay safe Keep washing those hands uh, as if you just chopped hot peppers and you have to take your contacts <laughs> out. All right, Charlie, you stay safe, stay healthy, and goodbye,
0: everybody. Running Buds.